the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Prevent your users from leaving that horrible one-star rating. HelpShift offers the easiest way to collect user feedback, bug reporting, and more without users ever having to leave your app. Plus, you can even get a customizable help center and unlimited FAQs. And the best part, it's all free. Get started today by going to helpshift.com slash appmasters. That once again is helpshift.com slash appmasters. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Nation, it is Steve P. Young, founder of appmasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content to help you grow your app downloads, and more importantly, those revenues. And a part of those revenues are going to come through ads. And especially if you're on Google Play, well, that's probably one of the main revenue channels for you. And today we're going to talk all about ad mob, especially those policy violations, those tricky violations that you're like, what the hell did I do, Google? Well, we're going to break it all down. And when I have an ad mob question, I always turn to this guy. He's a friend of mine. His name is Sid Gupta. He is the co-founder and CEO at AppBroda. They're going to help you earn money from your ad mob revenues because they have access to Google's ad X platform so they can help you really figure out how to make more money, get more eCPMs. We've done a lot of videos all about AdMob with Sid. So go check those out as well. But Sid, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. Hey, I want to say hi to a few people. Sure. He said, hey, this time I won't miss it. Yeah, good. Hope you won't miss it. And Quran360, how, how's it going? I hope this thing is going to be amazing. It's always amazing with Sid, right, Sid? We always, we always bring it. What's up, Ricardo? We do our best, man. Mike, how's it going? And Barat is really is here as well. All right, Sid. So you prepared a presentation. Thank you so much. This guy prepares, guys. He's like, look, I, I rehearse. I don't do this very often. I'm a nervous <laughs> speaker, so I've got to prepare a little bit. <laughs> well, I want to want to show you this. I was on Facebook, kind of just promoting this. This happened six years ago. I was like, "Hey, another client featured by Apple three months in a row." And you know, back when Apple features meant a lot more, but then this was like the old Apple UI. But this is kind of cool memory to see. Man, I've been doing this for a long, long time. So wanted to just share that. Bollified. Congrats to you, Jonas. All right, Sid, got this up right here. I'm going to let you lead on here. And then if you guys got questions, put it in the comments and we'll get to it as well as we move along. Cool. Uh, great, man. So I think uh, the topic that we wanted to talk about today was policy violations, right? Uh, and again, we've spoken about it at mul- uh, across multiple videos now. Uh, one of the main reasons why people's account get blocked is because of policy violations. Uh, if those policy violations don't get blocked, Google removes them. And as you tread back each step, you realize a lot of them are ad implementation, right? Uh, now, uh, as I'm sure a lot of viewers would understand, a lot of their revenues comes through interstitial, 
So what I've done today is actually try to cover as many points as possible, specifically to uh, ads implementation and uh, interstitial specifically, and try to cover like four big ones uh, that everybody keeps talking about. Uh, these are, uh, we, we now work with across 5,000 apps now. And um, wow. uh, <laughs> this is a daily occurrence for us now where we're going through a lot of these apps on a daily basis, trying to figure out uh, why these guys are getting policy violations, why they're buying out of AdMob, right? Uh, so I spent like two days collating a lot of content for you guys trying to figure out, uh, give you some actually concrete examples, right? I think this is a big concern. I think there are, uh, I'm sure AdMob policies are very widely available. But the bigger problem with them is you want to see a live example, right? You want to see what is correct, what is wrong. And I think that's what we've tried to do today. Uh, give you a few examples, right? So again, uh, let me write, <laughs> let me jump, jump right into it. So there are four major things that you want to talk about today. Uh, layout encourages accidental clicks, uh, modified ad behavior, uh, layout encouraging accident clicks, unexpected launch uh, interstitials and disruptive ads. These are very, very common policy violations that a lot of uh, developers we see uh, incur. Uh, and that's what we'll deep dive into today. Great. Here we go. Cool, man. Next one. Cool. Thanks. So, okay. Uh, first one, really easy. I think, uh, like I said, uh, interstitial is a really interesting format. And I think, uh, <laughs> like all content, uh, actually, if you even go into regular media, uh, any TV programming, you will always see there's an ad right at the start of the content. That's the mm -hmm. highest engagement content, right? You, you just opted in. I want to start. I want to like look at this app, look at this content, and right there, highest quality of showing an initial, right? But this is one very common mistake that developers do. So Google clearly states, if you're launching, if you're using an interstitial in any place, uh, the pre-screen and the post-screen to the interstitial should always be the app content and should be different app content. So this is, this is the first problem that a lot of developers do. So what they do is uh, you click on the app or icon, as soon as they launch the interstitial ad launches, the interstitial ad launches, then you cross it out. The app loading screen comes, and then the home screen. So this is a clear violation, and a lot of developers get uh, policy violations because of that, right? Uh, if you go ahead, what I've done is actually, uh, if the next slide, if you, uh, yeah, what I've done is actually I've actually given you a correct implementation, right? Uh, again, okay. if you can just play it out. This is a really interesting photo editing app. Uh, we work with these guys and they've got a very simple implementation. So like you see the app open, they've got their loading screen very easily in place and then the interstitial ad loads, right? Uh, another interesting thing, like I said, uh, just before, when you cross it out, the next screen should actually be the other screen. There should be a difference in content, right? So when you cross it out, uh... Ah, my video is really short. Sorry, but the, yeah. the idea yeah, yeah, no, it's, the it's okay. I, we, I can pause it. That's okay. That's okay. That's right completely fine. Yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> it splits back in. Correct. Right there. So you see, the the next screen was just actually uh, the home loading screen, and then the screen next screen was the main menu. Right. Right. Simple right, correction. Right. Very simple thing. But again, a lot of mistakes that developers make. Cool. Next, jump to next one. So it should be. Yeah. User clicks homepage, meaning user clicks opened your app. You show the screen, and then for even a split second, right? It wasn't that long. You show the home screen, the loading screen, and then you show the interstitial, and then you show the main menu, like a loading page, Correct. interstitial, and the main menu. That's how you get now, through it. That's the right way of doing it. 
Yes. So now, see, this is another example I want to talk about. Now, if in the last example that I showed you, the whole, the interstitial loaded a little before the app the uh, apps the loading screen, then it would be wrong, right? So again, go mm -hmm. forward. Uh, just yeah. So again, look at this. Uh, the home screen of the app and the home screen of the app. The interstitial is placed between two screens. But both the screens mm. are the same screen. So again, uh, this becomes a problem. So if you go forward, uh, the next the yeah. next slide that you will look at. Yep. Just play this Can out. Play this? This is, yeah, please. It's a gallery app. Very interesting. Uh, now this here, look at this. So now the, the interstitial loaded. Now if you cross it out, both the screens are the same screen. So that's mm. a clear violation, just to give people an example of how this happens. Now, uh, again, I, I'll try and uh, talk about this again at the end of the presentation. I've got a couple of slides there as well. But a lot of times what developers do is they, uh, the app, the interstitial was intended to load a little earlier. But what mm. happened is because there was a carrier lag, uh, there was a loading delay because of which the interstitial actually, which was meant to appear a little earlier, loaded a little later. Right, so we'll delve into how to solve that as well uh, at the later part of the uh, presentation. But this is a very common issue, definitely worth solving. I like it. Okay, let me go into the next one. Cool. Here it is. Okay. Yeah. So now this is another interesting thing. I think uh, a lot of people who continue through interstitials, uh, Google actually realizes this, right? And they've actually come up with a very interesting alternate solution. So they've launched a new format called App Open. Uh, the idea is, and again, like I said, because uh, when you open the app, uh, the interstitial should appear immediately, immediately, right? So a lot of times, because mm -hmm. of the carrier lag, the loading takes a little while, and then the interstitial loads a little ahead, because of which there is a policy violation, the case which I showed you before, right? But Google said, well, let me give you an alternate solution. It's called App Open. And in the App Open implementation, the idea is uh, you load it with your loading screen. So you use your loading screen time and the app interstitial, app open uh, interstitial loads very, very quickly and you can replace it with your interstitial. Also, like I said, it's one of the highest, uh, uh, the entry point is one of the highest CTR rates. So great way you can replace your interstitial, replace it with app open. Now, I've given you a couple of examples going forward. Uh, one is a slightly modified behavior which may or may not be uh, uh, programmatically right. Now, if you play this app, uh, if you play this video, cool. Uh, I click on the app and the app open opens, right? Now, when I close it, uh, yeah, it, it goes into the app. Now, if you go back a little bit, uh, one thing which is modification, which needs to be worked here is that mm -hmm. when you click on the app and it opens up, there is no, lo the loading screen appears for a very, like a flash of a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? I saw it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then the, the app open opens. So the background of the app open essentially is the main menu and not the loading mm -hmm. screen. So this is a very, very slight uh, policy violation. Uh, Google may or may not catch it, but just, just these are very, very <laughs> small things which you do not know what Google will catch you on. So if you go to the next video, I've actually given you the perfect implementation of how you're going to do it. 
Okay. Let's go. Is it? Yeah. So, loading screen. I paused it. Okay. Oh, great. Loading. Oh, this is a loading Perfect, screen? Man. Yeah, loading screen. And uh, then you have the app open. app open, which loads on top of the loading screen. And then you close it out. Uh, Okay. And then it That's goes quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. Let's try it. Let's do it again. Yeah. Let's see how quick my fingers are. There it is. I'm Great. good. There you yeah. go. There's different screen. Correct. Hey Sid, one thing I wanted to talk about too, and let's sure. see if I can get it. The I love the app open screens because it feels less intrusive than Correct. an interstitial, right? And also you said it has one of the highest click-through rates. And as a user, I like this better than just something that takes up the entire screen. And the fact that you said it take, you know, it actually has a high click rate means it's win-win for you, the app developer, and me, the user of your app. And so I really like this format a lot better. Visually, it's just more appealing. This format without it and just uh, since you've paused it right here just under uh, look at the loading bar that appears above so yeah what it does is it actually loads the interstitial or, or and then gives you a loading bar to load your content in the background so it ah, gives you time it, it puts a lot of time and uh, exposure to the ad only when the loading of the content happens you have a trigger that you can actually put in back only in the next button appears or the cross button appears so that's really, really interesting. It, it moves away from the traditional cross. It gives you a next button. Very, very easy to navigate. It just gives you something, a new experience to the user as well. Sid, I actually got a message earlier today from Trey, Trey John. He's, anyways, it was a DM on Instagram. He's like, hey, Steve, what do you think about the new ad policy, Google Play policy 2022, especially the ad policy? He he was talking about how he uses ads when something loads, when a game level loads. So when you hit play, sure. he, then, sure. he then loads something and then Google's having problems. And then I was talking about, because I listen, we've done so many of these. Hey, do you know about the app open one? That's one way of doing it. But what would you suggest to somebody who's loading an interstitial right when content plays? So kind of going back to your streaming model where I pick a show that I want to watch and then I hit play, then boom, I hit with an ad. Is it? Is there something, is there a workaround? I'm sure you're going to get to it later, but is that... Is that something we're going to figure out later too? Oh, without a doubt. But since, okay. without a, but let, since this is a problem, let's talk about it right now, right? Okay. Uh, there are two issues with this. And again, I'll, I'll we'll all touch again uh, during the presentation. But the first issue is, uh, uh, when you, especially when you're loading a video, right? I play the play button. The next expected behavior for me is actually to watch the, uh, watch the video, right? Now, if you load an interstitial at that right very point, uh, it's an extremely intrusive experience, right? Uh, so uh, this is a mixed policy that Google uh, frowns upon. It's not a clear violation. Uh, it's a very gray area, but uh, that's a very big problem that I would definitely advise to avoid it. The second big problem is, again, your particular scenario. I have a feeling that he's loading the app as soon as he plays the clicks the play button. Now, the problem with mm -hmm. that is, in his experience, it might that the uh, ad loads immediately. But like I said, there is a lot of time. There is an internet lag. There are carry issues. And what happens is, uh, imagine you started playing the video and suddenly the ad loads. Now, mm -hmm. 
you have to understand the policy team that uh, Google has may not be sitting in tier one countries. They might be sitting in mm-hmm. tier two, tier three countries, and then checking out these. And if they have an ad lag at that point in time, uh, the ad video will start playing, and randomly the interstitial will appear. And that's where mm-hmm. this individual got caught. So a very very good way to solve this is to pre-cache your ads. Right? Uh, Google has now built a pre-caching library. Where you can actually call interstitials, four to five interstitials, uh, as soon as your app starts, and then the only thing you need to do is, whenever there is a hook to load the interstitial, just show it. Rather than loading the interstitial at the very click, pre-cache all those ads as soon as your app opens. So these are two solutions that you can work around with. Love it, dude. I love it. Okay, sorry, I had to take notes. I was like, I gotta clip that up. I was also thinking, yeah. Sid, maybe this was a bad solution that like, hey, show a load, hit play. So I hit play, start game level, show a loading screen, you know, getting engines ready. It's a car driving. Correct. Game. And then show the ad so that you're kind of loading the ad right here on this screen and then load the ad, show the ad and then show them a different screen. Would that work too? Correct. Yeah, yeah because, cool. completely right. So like you said, uh, the screen before and the screen after should not be the same screen. If it's the same screen, Google has an issue with that. Yeah, got it. I love it, dude. I love it. See, I'm a good student. You're all you. You are a smart man. That's no, established. <laughs> Is there? Let me see where, where we. Steve, I think I lost you. You're frozen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You uh, back with? Uh, yeah, I'm back I think with we're you, Yes. Okay. Now the next big placement that a lot of developers put interstitial on is when the user is about to exit the app, right? And again, mm-hmm. same problem. Uh, like I said, the previous screen and the post screen should be different. But if the pre-screen is within the app and the post screen is outside of the app, that again is a clear violation. So from Google's perspective, that ad is appearing outside the app. In have you? Uh, so that's a clear violation. So again, either make sure that the pre-screen and the post-screen are different, or I've given an alternate solution to this as well. Mm. Do you want me to go to the next one? Yeah, please. So that's an example of how uh, when I exit, it's show that loading. Uh, it gives me an interstitial grid. Uh, I close it, and then the next screen actually mm-hmm. becomes the Retas. So automatically, oh it gives okay. you it, it gives you the luxury of giving you two different screen, and then you press exit. Wait, that's crazy. Okay, now, sorry, I was talking to Treyon and being user exits app, including back button. So user wants to go back. You show an ad, and then you show the home screen. So this is don't do this, but do this instead. What is this? What or is this a don't do or to do this? This is a do. This is a good example. So okay. on the home screen, I press okay. the back button. I got okay. an ad loading. So you're exiting the app. I, mm-hmm. Yes. I got the loading screen. Then I got the interstitial. I said, great. Uh, and then wow. when I, I tried to exit, it just gave me a rate as page. Uh, asked me to rate them. So the flow of the app is still intact. The user is leaving the app. And at the same time, right at the last point, you're asking him to rate him which is also a mm-hmm. uh, good way of actually getting the rating in place. And then he presses exit. 
Yeah, I was just going to ask that, like, since they're leaving it and you showed me an ad, like, Sid, I'm trying to leave you and you're not going to show you me an ad and now you want me to rate it? Like, wouldn't one stars come through or are you seeing positive results come through? 100%. That's a very, very good, uh, <laughs> very, very good thing that you've actually caught. So I've got a better implementation for you now. Okay. So that means you want me to go to the next slide, right? <laughs> yes, please. I love it. Yes. I, I've i pre-prepared for all your questions, man. I love it, man. This is so great. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, this so, takes okay. a lot of work. <laughs> putting all this together. Just, I know how hard it is to record these videos. All right. So you go ahead. Sorry. A, sorry. Even before you play the video. So, okay. Uh, again, uh, if you, uh, and I'm sure, uh, again, if you speak to a lot of developers in place, uh, especially uh, the top three formats that are really well, interstitial, uh, rewarded video, and then native is taking a very, very interesting space. Why? Because you can play around with the ad, right? You can play around however you want. You can just uh, exchange the experience, change the design, right? So like you said, very, very valid point. When you're exiting the app, you're showing me an interstitial and then you're asking me to rate you. Uh, there is a very high chance that you'll get a one-star rating. So why don't you mix both of them together and bring out a unified screen? So this is a better implementation if you can just play the video out. So this is a photo editing app. Uh, again, uh, you can experience the photos. So, uh, again, I, uh, this is a little bit of longer video. I've just shown you the entire experience. Couple of screens here. Yeah, these are all my personal photos. I should have actually edited them out. <laughs> and then when I click so, on exit, mm -hmm. so this is one implementation where uh, you show the native ad as a proper box and this becomes mm -hmm. the experience. And so now a lot of people, what they do is they give you three options. So they'll uh, uh, give you a yes, no to exit. They'll show you the native ad and rate us. So it's a combination of it, but it's a very, very clean, simple implementation. Uh, again, I would not uh, a little bit of issue on the coloring on side, which we can obviously work on. I've got another implementation mm -hmm. on the next slide, uh, which is a little more intense, but the idea is you can play around with a lot of native ads on the exit screen. It's a clear experience. It's an easy experience to play around with. Uh, and you can do a lot with it. So you just hit the back button right here. Correct. Now see, uh, again, simple uh, modular. Uh, you've got, do you want to exit? Yes, no. And then you've got a native ad below it, right? Uh, so avoids the multiple screen exit flow gives you one screen and then you can decide what the content should be on it and then give a native ad wow amazing okay does that answer your question is that is this a better implementation do you feel so yes i love it so much more and it doesn't feel as intrusive to the user especially uh, here let me play this one i love this one both because uh, is it this one? Yeah, this one. I love that one the most because it's it's sort of like as a user, I'm kind of feeling like, oh, did you make a mistake? Do you really want to exit? You know, it. Besides the other one, if you guys remember, it says tap again to exit. It's like, okay, yo, bro, I did. Right. But I like that when you said, do you want to exit? I'm like, yeah, I do want to exit. Or no, like it almost feels like I might have made like the app is saying, did you make a mistake? You know, are you sure you want to exit type of thing? Versus like, hey, tap again to exit. I'm like, ah, you know, I did tap in there. So same usability, same thing I'm doing. But because you're asking me a question, I feel less like, oh, 
yeah, I did. I did want to exit. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you you yeah, feel I, less hassled, yeah. right? Right. Oh, uh, it's a more smoother. You feel less hassled through this experience. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good. I feel good about this because there's a question for some reason versus sure. the other way where it's like tap again to exit. I'm like, bro, I did. You know, I wanted to exit. You know what I mean? So, anyways, I just I like the question better. Cool. Okay. All right. Do do. I think we should jump to the next slide. Zip. Hmm. Reminder. Uh, I think this is something we already covered. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, you jumped too. Too. Uh, yes, you, want to, you, want to, you want me to say on this one? Yeah. Hey, but, uh, no, the next one. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Cool. So this is a straightforward implementation. I think uh, very few people make this mistake. But just worth pointing out. <laughs> a lot of times, people load two integers at the same time. <laughs> it's just a funny thing that happens uh, and uh, Google actually has an extensive uh, dog on this so I'm assuming this is a big enough mistake I've not seen uh, many instances of this so unfortunately I don't have an example of this as well uh, but just worth covering so you, you can't show two interstitials at the same time makes no logical sense guaranteed policy violations you'll get blocked and Google will block your account directly because of this so don't ever do this mm. Hey, Sid, on this note, we have questions from Mike. I'm assuming sure. you can't show an exit ad like that on iOS. Can you do that on iOS too? Uh, which one, the native ad? No, the app exit one. Uh, the app exit native or the app exit interstitial? Oh, okay, I don't know. Can you show either one on iOS? So the native, yes. Native 100%. Okay. You can show the modular where you can ask him, to, are you sure you want to exit? This one, yes. This is something that's completely, completely legit. You can do this. Okay. Okay. On iOS too. But yes, yes. Uh, not not mm. social, not the interstitial at all. Okay. Uh, iOS, iOS part. is uh, yeah. iOS is uh, <laughs> going to screw your life if you do that. So uh, yeah, uh, they are very, very clean about their experience. So this is a good experience, like you said. Uh, like you said, it it seems clean. Uh, it seems logical. It, it gives you that uh, additional leeway saying that, hey, did you press exit by any chance? Did you click the wrong button? Sure. No. Okay. Yeah, great. Exit. So clean experience, mm. easy to go by. User feels uh, happy about it. Uh, definitely worth trying in iOS. Hey, Sid, while we're on this, this, you know, this sort of reminds me of something on the web where it's, it's called like a pop-up exit intent, meaning Correct. if you're on a blog post, people are like scrolling, they stop scrolling. And then the the software is smart enough to think that, oh, you're about to leave my web blog post now. And so there's a big pop-up. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Big pop-up that happens and said, hey, you want our free training, blah, blah, blah. Can we, have you seen that type of implementation on the web? I mean, on the app side of things, like this exit intent? Uh, so see, what you're saying is not allowed actually. So uh, on the web, and I've, I've seen a couple of the experiences, and I'm sure a lot of people who sell their services, even e-commerce websites do that, by the way. So for example, if you're searching for a product and you've got like about three three items in your bucket and you've not done any action, there is no activity, it'll automatically show you a 15% or a 5%. Are you going to go away? Yeah. Hey, just take this 5% off and sign up. Just give us your information, right? But that is uh, an inactivity pop-up. That means there was no user action that happened. And because there was no user action happened for a duration of time, you can show a pop-up. But in Android, that's not allowed. And Android iOS both, mm. it's not allowed. So you can do that as a uh, for a different thing, but not for an ad. Like that's that's not allowed at all. 
inactivity ads is a very very big violation so again okay. I, i'll cover this stuff in the uh, next few slides but it's there so it, cool this we've covered straightforward implementation uh okay uh, yes uh, now this is an interesting point i think uh, a lot of people who ask me also ask me uh, what is the right frequency with which i should uh, i should space out to interstitials right uh, and this is primarily a problem where your app is extremely interstitial heavy in terms of implementation and you know you make majority of revenue through interstitial right so uh, this is a very very interesting thing you should talk about right uh, now what google says is uh two interstitial placements should have minimum two user actions between them if there are no two minimum two user action then an action can be multiple things it can be a click it can be a swipe it can be a back button but there should be minimum two clicks between two interstitials so this is just a simple example that there is an interstitial uh, click interstitial so again extremely wrong the action between two interstitials is just one uh you should have at least two clicks and again i'm i'll repeat it it can be a click it can be a swipe it can even be a back button press these are actions that you should have but at least two minimum actions between two uh, one uh, two interstitials i love it hey so jay is asking a question saying sure. that one the in android you can't show an exit on an add on exit Sorry? You're saying the opposite that you can show. He's saying you cannot show an ad, an ad on exit, but you you're saying you can show an app on so exit. So the Im- okay, so the implementation has to be correct. Like I said, a lot of people, like I said, what they do is the interstitial appears and then the app completely exits. This Got is it. what he means. So I'm, I'm assuming this is the confusion. I'm happy to ch- uh, speak to Jay separately if he wants to. But what usually people do is. you're experiencing the app i click the exit button i see the interstitial and the next thing i see is the uh, is the main menu yeah. of the your phone that's a problem but if you in, build an intent in between it's not exactly app exit you can show right. a rating screen which i showed you but the most accurate implementation and the best implementation is actually the native where you show him a pop up box and then ask him are you sure you want to exit you want to rate whatever be the experiences you can do that luke's got your back said gay Thanks, Luke. He's, he's, he's exactly back there, and so he, he's exactly right. <laughs> I like. So, as per the policy, if there are two screens between an ad, it works, and both screens have to be different. Got it. Come on, Jay. Thanks, pay Luke. attention, man. Take notes like I'm doing. Come on. <laughs> I'm messing with Jay. All right, we got another example here. Sure, this is another example of uh, again. So, okay, this is where I was talking about pre-caching. uh yeah the idea was again if you play the video uh the user's gap normally and quick the interstitial pops up right this is mm-hmm. what you and i were referring earlier about right there is yeah, an yeah. inactivity period uh for example if i'm browsing or if i'm playing a game and suddenly the interstitial pops up now sometimes it is intended sometimes it is not intended in case of intention you intentionally showed an interstitial because uh the user did not do anything you just showed an interstitial because of an activity that's that's a clear violation man google will penalize you uh but uh, like i said a lot of times what happens is you 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 were supposed to show an interstitial at an earlier point but what happened is you did not cache it and what happens is, and again you can't control it man you got about 10 devices you can test on you can 
in your office you might have 10 different speeds you can test on you don't know who's installing your app in which country and what internet speeds so it is always going to be a possibility that the interception was a little later than it is intended to so again pre-caching man pre-caching is the clear answer uh, again uh, what i can do is right after this video i can share some documentation around it and how to pre-cache uh, very very simple stable thing you can load your ads at the start of the app and when the user uh, you intend to load it it just pre-cached in your memory you just load it and show the ad uh, google you can pre-cache up to 30 minutes prior that means even before you show an ad 30 minutes prior you can load your ads and keep it in a buffer so just keep on loading them internet speeds faster you can get better clicks you can even so there is another i am deviating a little <laughs> but there is a very interesting parameter that people talk about uh, it's called show rate or render rate that a lot of developers uh, actually so there are two parameters in uh, ad delivery one is called match rate and the other is called show rate or render rate match rate means uh, you ask the ad network for an ad and i gave you the ad uh, show rate means i you have the ad uh, the ad network gave you the ad but you could not show it for some reason right? there's an issue a lot of times the reason for uh, sh uh, low show rate or render rate is actually caching if you did not cache the ad at that point of time the user is asking for the ad and for some reason the internet speed phone fluctuation memory issues ram issues the ad just did not load so pre-caching is a golden goose you should definitely hop on i love it man i love it cool let's see what's cool next man one. correct this is another example uh you chose an action the next page is loaded this is an example of the uh, an exact problem of what your friend was referring in terms of playing video. Now. and uh, the video the, he shows an interstitial when he clicks on the play button right mm -hmm. so i'm assuming he played the he clicked on the play video the mm -hmm. browser appeared and then the interstitial ad appeared and then he crossed it out and then the interstitial app appeared again uh, the, uh, the video appeared again so again mm -hmm. clear violation pre-screens and post-screens were not the same Got it. Trayon, I think he's here. And I, I don't know if I'm saying your name right, but I'm going to go Trayon. So <clears throat> when you hit play game, you want to show something different. These two screens can't be the same. You want to, so like either pre-cache, right? Let me see if I did this right, Sid. Let's see if I test me on this. Okay. It's a pop quiz. So if you hit play, you want to either pre-cache so that this loads immediately and there's no split screen because you don't know which market they're on. So it has to load quickly. Or you want to show something that says like, hey, you know, we're loading your car or getting your car ready or we're filling up with gas. And then you show the ad. So it's kind of like a loading screen. And you the gameplay. Did I get it right? 100% man. Good. I'm listening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> cool. It's the right cool. way to the do it. Implementation. Come on. You mm -hmm. got it right, man. I, I... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Nothing to explain here. <laughs> We're just, so this is what you're, the examples cache, right? Like, hey, I've pre-cached it. So when I hit play, it automatically loads. Correct. Okay. Love it. Uh, Okay. Is, I, I don't, is there anything else besides this? I think that's it. I think we've reached the end, Sid. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that's a very big uh, sort of 
content for people to consume but again man uh, happy to uh, if there are more questions i'm happy to answer yeah that no this is really i want to say a few people i miss prativ cigars here the deep what's happening my friend adrian how's it going and then we had this question from jay says some of my apps show a 0.0 click through rate after how to fix it how to fix them to try to get that to one to ten percent Man, this is a very deep question. It's impossible for me to figure it out. But uh, Jay, you can get in touch with us. Uh, give us your app link. Tell us exactly the placement that you're facing the issue in. What our mm-hmm. team will do is they will do a deep dive in the entire placements. They'll look at their ad mob implementation. And maybe we can figure it out. But I think uh, if your app show is giving you a 0.0 CTR, I have a very strong feeling that your app show is not showing. It, it's just not rendering. Uh, <laughs> that is the only reason I can think of uh, why you would have a 0.0% CTR. But again, uh, uh, quick fixes on this. If you feel your you need time, your app needs time to load the app interstitial, make sure you show a loading screen, like uh, multiple ways to show a loading screen. If it's a game, you can again use the character, let him dance around, give a 0 to 100% loading, let it load, then show your app open, and then go into your game. So that's a very, very interesting way. And usually, uh, a lot of time what happens is people, uh, if they build to really optimize the app, they, uh, <laughs> they directly jump into the game. But to ensure your app open, maybe give a 15 second lag uh, for the sake of it. Just let it let it play around, build a character, build something unique and show a zero to 100% loading and test out, do a 15%, do a 15 uh, second, do a 30 second, figure out what works for you and I guarantee your CTR will go up uh, dramatically. Love it. And then Treyon, just want to, we talked about the app open ad for him, but is it correct if the user opens the app, then press a play button and then comes an ad? No, Treyon. If the user, once the user opens the app, then the app open ad shows immediately. That's the way it works. Right, Sid? Man, I don't, you don't, you don't need me anymore, man. No, no. Are you kidding me? I always learn. I'm just regurgitating what you're saying, really. That's all I'm doing, man. I love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cool. Miguel, I love it. All right. Janad is here. How's it going? And then Jay is, how do I contact you? I will show you that. It is at broda.com, at broda.com right here. Jay, we just work on the fly. There you go. Go reach out to them. All right, Jay, or Sid, is there anywhere, like specifically here, go, you know, here. You can just click on on set up a demo, set up a demo or contact us. Yeah, Yeah, multiple things. Yeah, come on, it's easy. Just go to appbro.com, Jay. Come on. All right, Miguel, you made it, my friend. I wish I didn't have meetings every Friday during the first half of the show. Sorry, Miguel. My apologies. Uh, okay, let's see. We'll get to Mike's question, and then actually, let's do this, Mike. We're going to get to your question in a little bit. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.